National Post columnist, journalist, and award-winning author, Christy Blatchford. It would be educational and informative to just say straight out what it is. Yeah, and let the people decide. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, this person's decided. Brought to you by Aaron Waxman & Associates. Questions about your long-term disability claim? Call Aaron at 416-661-4878. Ryan Doyle, Faith Goldie with you here on The Live Drive. Already people are saying it only took this one bit of compassion I've shown this afternoon, Christy, in order for people to call me soft-hearted and weak-kneed and all that kind of stuff. But we were talking about a Brampton man. He's been sentenced to five years in prison for criminal negligence causing the death of a 29-year-old Hamilton bylaw officer. He was impaired in driving the wrong way on the 403 when he struck this car head-on. The judge, however, gave a, a bit of leniency here. He won't have to start serving his sentence until September 1st. Uh, this was extra time to accommodate an exam he needs to further his electrician career. Did the judge make the right call in your eyes? Yeah, I think he did, actually. Um, I, You know, this happens not as often maybe as it should, but it's a good thing. Because somebody's going to go to prison doesn't mean that the justice system has to smash their life in bits forever. That's not the point. He'll serve whatever he'll serve behind bars, but should he be denied a chance so that when he comes out of prison, he will be equipped to get a job and hopefully become a productive, law-abiding member of society? No, of course he shouldn't. So, yeah, I think the judge did the right thing. All right, let me move on to the Olympics and talk about some of the things you've been covering off today. I, I know you, I saw a lot of your tweets this afternoon in the stands for Canada's bronze medal win against Brazil. Take me through some of that. What was it like in the stadium? It was fantastic. It was the biggest crowd for women's football yet, almost 40,000 people. All of them cheering for Brazil, except for about eight Canadians. Um, But they were a gracious crowd. Uh, Brazil lost 2-1, as you know, uh, but many of the people in the stands stuck around about 15 minutes for the medal ceremony to uh, see the Canadians get their bronze. And it was was just a day filled with moments of grace. I'm telling you, I was in tears the whole frigging time afterwards. This is a really unusual, charismatic, generous bunch of girls and women on this team. And uh, if I can even begin to do them justice, I'll be happy. Do you find, I don't, can you take me through this? Because what was your level of love for this sport before you got to Brazil? I didn't know anything about uh, football. Um, And I I knew what you all know about uh, this particular team that they'd, you know, we all thought got robbed uh, of a chance to fight for gold in London in 2012 and won the bronze there. Um, but really, I didn't know much. I knew a little bit about Christine Sinclair. But for the first couple of games, I was, you know, totally in the dark. I've been helped a lot by my colleague from Canadian Press, Neil Davidson, who has helped school me a bit. Um, but the, the soccer, the football that these women play, which is at an incredibly high level, isn't what is so endearing about the team. It's their generosity with each other, and and I've become a real football fan because of them. I'm going to start to go to football matches. Who knew? Whoever dreamt. You know what? When when you get back here, I'm going to take you to your first TFC game, then, if you already haven't been at one. Yeah, we'll have a couple beers out there because it's a a great sport to be sure. So what's going on? Speaking of sports that that we're not so familiar with, speed walking. What happened in speed walking today? We had a bronze medal, and then we didn't have a bronze medal. Well, first we didn't have a bronze medal (laughs) because our guy finished fourth. Then it was appealed, and whoever does this thing agreed that he had essentially been body-checked by a Japanese competitor, 
um, so that he did have the bronze medal. And then it was reappealed by the Japanese uh, delegation this time, and the bronze medal was then taken from him. I didn't see the race. I only know from reading social media what happened. Uh, I can't imagine his heartbreak. <laughs> Yeah, just, you know, within, it, it seemed like it all happened within about an hour or so, where it was, okay, you don't have the medal, then you do have the medal, then you don't have the medal. That's a, that's one hell of a roller coaster of emotion. Yeah, it certainly is. And, uh, you know, I, I I don't understand how you can roll one way and then roll the opposite way in such a short period of time. Either it was clear that he was essentially checked, body checked, or mm-hmm. he wasn't. So uh, I haven't seen the case. Uh, Ryan Ryan Lochte, the 12-time Olympic medal winner who claimed to be robbed by men identifying themselves as police officers in Rio. By a, by a bad man who put a gun to his head. And cocked it, no less. <laughs> uh, he, yes. apo- um, he apologized today. What do you make of it? Well, it's a, I thought it was a lame apology. It's not an explanation for the lunatic story he made up, which fed into every prejudice and stereotype people might have had about Rio and Brazil, that it's dangerous and lawless and, you know, sort of unsophisticated country. And in fact, you know, uh, I mean, it's clear that these four swimmers were behaving badly, that they were loaded. Um, You know, you you don't engage in public urination in another person's country, let alone in your own. (laughs) And then all of that might be forgivable, which except for two two facts. One is that Ryan Lochte is 32 years old. This ain't no teenager on his first game. And secondly, that he and they, by their silence, the two kept quiet and the one who joined in, lied about it. And lied about it in a way that was designed to make Rio and Brazil look unimaginably bad. It's very serious. I I didn't think his so-called statement was nearly... Or sorry enough. Yeah, and also you add into the fact that he was one of the he was one of the first guys to flee the coop and get back to the United States. That's where he was writing the apology from. So it's it, it doesn't hold any merit to me. You know, it doesn't hold any resonance to me when he just kind of throws out an apology like that. No, it was uh, too late and too little. And uh, besides, I, I expect that he will be sanctioned by the Swimming Federation in the states or the uh, American uh, Olympic Committee. He should be. Christy, we appreciate it. Thanks very much. Have a nice weekend. You as well. Christy Blatcher, of course, brought to you by Aaron Waxman and Associates. When your long-term disability claim has been denied, email awaxman at awaxmanlaw.ca.